Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. We're glad you're with us this week. John Morris, Brooke Bednars, and Brooke, uh, this will be fun today. Uh, we are going to put a bow on the Our Time documentary series on Baylor basketball that we've all enjoyed so much this season. Absolutely. It's about time we talk about our time <laughs> but <laughs> and spend some time with the director of the show. Uh, it's just been so fun to watch and to be able to follow, and especially for you and I. I mean, you've been in it, um, but for me to be able to be also a storyteller and watch all these stories unfold has been has been a really great time. So we welcome in our guest for this. No person better to do this than uh, T.L. Fiedler. Welcome to you, and uh, we would give you the title of director, but I think that is just kind of scratching the surface, right. isn't it? It, it might be. Uh, thank, you, <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, director, um, we're a small crew, so we're definitely um, embedding ourselves and try to um, keep a very small footprint. But yeah, directing as far as like trying to figure out storylines and all that stuff, but um, I do also shoot and do my own audio and then I have a partner Blake as well um who helps me so we're very small crew and I think it it it, um helps with the intimacy of the of the doc that's great yeah it's it's so fun to watch uh I know for Brooke also because Brooke puts these stories like this together you know feature stories things like that I like to see how the sausage is made you know not Mm -hmm. just the finished product but I like to see the behind the scenes and it's amazing how much video, how much audio y'all have to call through to put these into, you know, succinct episodes. It's really, and y'all have done a really, really good job at that. I appreciate it. (laughs) I will say, you know, usually when I'm documenting um, athletes or, you know, a person, whether it's an athlete or not, it's a lot easier because it's just one person, Mm -hmm. but it's two whole teams, you know, seven players mainly on one team and eight that we're focusing on another as far as like the the, the kids get, get the most playing time and then a whole coaching staff. So they're really short episodes <laughs> What I'm for what I'm used to with so many people. So just to try to jam everything in is a, is a lot, but we do our best to, you know, try to show who these people are. Absolutely. That's my hardest thing. I, first of all, I love this podcast platform now because I'm long winded. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> um, you know, but that's the hardest part for me. And I can only imagine, you know, when I find this great story and I do this great interview and then it's like, oh, it can only be three. Minutes. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, three. What? <laughs> so I end up telling everyone else about all the extra cool stuff. But, um, I, one thing, you know, before we pass on that, you, you talked about you trying to leave a small footprint. And I was floored when I first met you guys and found out that it was just you two (laughs) and a team. I thought y'all had way more people here after watching the first couple of episodes because of 
how many different shots and interviews and stories and all of those things that John just mentioned. Uh, so I just kind of want to talk to you about what that was like to be on this small crew. I mean, it's not new to you, but um, to be handling all of these two different programs to be spread so thin and to still create such an amazing product. Thank you. <laughs> um, the way I sort of look at it every time, like I jump into a new um, project is basically like just earning the trust. And I think like it helps having a small crew and not, you know, six people with a ton of equipment and, um, you know, boom mics and, and tons of lights and this and that we do, we're kind of run and gun, um, which I think definitely helps. But I think the very first thing is literally earning the trust from the people. And then once you do that, you're in, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's genuine on, on you know, bo both ways. And I think like once you're in, they, they forget, they forget you're there, <laughs> but they also, if you're not there one day, they're like, where were you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're you like, missed oh, a great thing yeah. I said. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, or, or we kind of like having you around, you yeah. know, I, I mean, I, it's been great. And, you know, I, I'm so appreciative and, and, you know, loved my experience, but like to hear one or two people from either team saying, where were you? You know, you were used to having you in the tunnel. I'm like, Oh, yeah. like it just makes you feel part of the family kind of. And that's literally how the whole experience was. And to get the buy-in from our administration and then from the coaches, mm -hmm. like for you to go to Coach Drew and say, I want you to wear a mic all the time. <laughs> I mean, and, and Coach Colin, I mean, that's that's a big ask, but that's where that trust comes in. You know, that they're going to wear a mic and you're going to have, I mean, obviously we review every show before it airs. David Kay does that. But that's a real trust factor for them to say, sure, I'll do that. It is. It is. And I, I appreciate it. Um, a hundred percent, um, forget the video and what we produce and what we edit and put out, but just, you know, just to allow me in, like, you know, it just makes, it just makes for better, um, intimacy on camera, to be honest. Um, you know, in the very first day, I've said this a few times, but miking up, uh, Scott Drew, you know, he's like this big time, like college, um, coach and I, I think I mic'd him for five and a half hours like pregame all the way to the end and I was just floored I, I just love that experience but as we moved on and you know coach Nikki who's also incredible and, and having her mic'd for five hours as well many 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 games like she there's just a lot of things that don't air that like like she'll say things. She's a very funny personality. Um, she's hysterical. Um, she'll say things just for, so I hear them. There's that. And then, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff with coach Drew too. So, um, you know, I, I appreciate a lot of stuff that doesn't, you know, obviously make the, the show, but it's kind of like between us. And That's it's, fun. It's fun. Yeah. You know? That's really fun. Knowing you're listening, knowing right. it probably won't make the show, <laughs> but she could say something knowing that she's mic'd up. So yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. I love that. Let me go back when you uh, got this assignment. How did that? How did it start? How did you get involved in this project? Yeah, I, I think my bread and butter is embedding with people. You know, um, some of my history is mo it's mostly sports, but I did you know embedded with like a J Lo and and some actresses and stuff like that. So, but mostly sports, usually one on one, usually NFL quarterbacks or uh, college quarterbacks going into the draft. I, I do this um, often. And I'll just embed with people or, you know, whatever they're involved in type of thing. So this is what I do. Yeah. Um, never followed two teams through an entire season. It was like, at first I was like, what? <laughs> you know, by myself? Yeah. Like with one other person? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it seemed like a lot. But again, going back to what we were saying before, just they embraced us. So it made it way easier. I mean, we knew exactly how we were going to like format the shows and that sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, this is what I do. Yeah. So, so they they said Baylor basketball. I, I can't say that I knew too too much about the history, um, and not too much about Waco. 
Um, but I was willing and ready a little like mentally overwhelmed with what was ahead of me. Just again, just hoping that I'd be embraced and and allowed in. And it it was beyond that. Yeah. It was beyond that. Like to the point, like when I think of this series, I don't really think of like what we've edited and produced. I think about like the relationships. Yeah. That's great. And part of that is, um, part of that is good. I think you don't have any preconceived notions coming in here, Mm -hmm. right? And it's all new and kind of, you know, a blank canvas to you with Baylor basketball, with Waco, and then you just set to work, you know, painting that canvas. 100%. Yeah, that's 100%. really cool. How neat was it – neat, I don't want to pick your words, but what was it like to have – I mean, because they're both Baylor basketball when you look at them at the end of the day, and therefore they complement each other very well, but they're coming into two totally different realms, and you were getting to piece those together where you have Coach Drew – coming off of that national championship and a very established staff of 19 years here. And then you have Coach Colin, brand new. We've framed that all year as a new beginning, new players, new faces, new lineups. So getting to kind of marry those two teams and kind of find those bridges and connections, that was fun for me to watch. But I want to know from you what that was like to take those two very different programs and kind of bring them together. Yeah, like kind of like – John Morris was saying a little earlier, like it was a blank canvas for me. Like Mm -hmm. I, I can't say that I knew everything Scott Drew has accomplished, to be honest. Um, of course I did my research and I know what he'd done and I know what Nikki did, but to me, they're brand new humans. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So I didn't look at it like, you know, he was accomplished in, you know, in, in this, this world and she is brand new to it. And, you know, I understood their backgrounds, but to me they were brand new. So I like, you know, it's just like asking them questions and, and being around them, trying to develop who they are as, as people and like who they are on the team. So does that make sense? Like I, I I just, they were brand new to me, so it didn't make a difference. I didn't look at one as more established than the other. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and, um, uh, yeah, it was, it was just cool to like see it all develop. That's very good. Is there, this may not be a fair question. Is there a favorite, (laughs) uh, segment, one show? Yeah, I was going to ask that. I mean, some of the, some of the cool things that stand out to me, you followed Nikki home to Atlanta. And that gave, uh, you know, where family is there, and you gave the viewers of the documentary, uh, you know, a look at her, and, and nobody would have even known that, you know, known that she had gone, but you had her with her family, you followed her there. That was cool. You followed James Akinjo to Oakland. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Uh, so you've been in Waco, but you've traveled <laughs> quite a bit also. We have. Yeah. <laughs> we have. I mean, there there's so many off-the-court stories and times um, like the two that you that you mentioned that were super special, and both of those that you just mentioned were beyond special. Going back with James was amazing. You know, the environment he grew up in. Again, he let me in. I don't think cameras had been in the projects. Huh. Um, and they just em- embraced me. Again, like I wish that were, you know, a seven, ten-minute piece because right. it deserved right. it. Um, it was a little shorter, unfortunately, um, because there's just so much there, you know. And, and how he was embraced by his world and protected um, to make sure that he was going to be able to, you know, um, be successful in his craft, if yeah. that makes any sense. Because sure. a lot of kids there probably didn't make it, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, amazing, yeah. like I- incredible. And I've been around a lot of athletes in my life. Um, that was pretty special, like very, very special. And, of course, going home with Nick- Nikki was um, was awesome because she's got a whole world and a whole life back in Atlanta, you know, and three kids that have their own lives, yeah. you know, um, and a husband who's – um, an accomplished basketball coach. Um, you know, he's been around forever and now he's taken the Mr. Mom role. Um, and she's pursuing her college, 
um, coaching dream, obviously. Um, and I won't go through the whole thing. You'd have to watch the episode to understand it, but you know, they've got their, but she, she's a mom, you know, and to be away from them and, um, that's a lot on her, but you know, but I think she balances it, um, effectively in the best, in the best she can. And, and I know she's, um, she had just gone home, um, this week. So, um, she's able to see some of her kids lacrosse and, um, dance competitions and stuff like that. So good for her. Nice. A little time off, you know, as this is all, you know, wrapping up and, uh, the final episode is released when we think about that and you kind of sit here for a minute and kind of just reflect I mean, that was, you've been here for a, a good chunk of time. <laughs> Basketball season is not short. <laughs> you've had lots of trips. You've you've been with this team day in and day out. And uh, now, you know, all these athletes will go home for the summer and get some time off when the school year ends and, and you go on to your new assignment. Uh, have, have you thought about what that is like and going to be? I know sure. that can't Are you be trying easy. to make me cry? I know. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I mean like, you know. We're going to miss having you around. I see you. I work out at the Ferrell Center and I see you all the time. I'm like, hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And that's literally how it is. Um, and doing the wrap-up segments over the last week with all the students, um, you know, the athletes and, and the coaches and stuff, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's emotional, you know? I mean, I think they've kind of liked having cameras around and we've gotten, we've formed some um, great relationships. So it's, it's funny. I was talking to Charlie Melton, the strength and conditioning coach on the, on the men's team uh, a couple weeks ago. And I was, he's like, we're going to miss you. I'm like, I'm going to miss you guys. But you know what? It ends for everyone. Mm -hmm. That's what's weird. You know, a lot of these kids, you know, Kendall goes to the draft, you know, other players graduate and Alyssa's going to the draft. Like it all ends. So it's not just me leaving. Like, I'm like, okay, so it's sad for you too, Coach Melton? Yeah. Like, good, because I hope it's not just me. It's not like I'm just leaving a family that's, like, living, you know, mm-hmm. here. Like, everyone kind of moves on, and that's part of coaching too. Like, I don't know that I could be a college coach because this was, like, I'm only a TV human, and it's, like, it was emotional, like, from my from my end, you know what I mean? And they go through this every year, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's what a beautiful thing, you know, to help, like, you know, like Coach Drew was saying, like, spiritually grow these you know, people help them, you know, um, obviously on the court, but also make them into not better people, but like help them grow spiritually. Mm-hmm. Very good. Have you ever covered, I know you mentioned actresses and actors and, and professional athletes. Have you, had, had you done college athletes before? Just football. Just football. Yeah. I mean, I, I well, to be honest, I've done a lot of one-offs on a bunch of different sports. Okay. A ton. Um, but as far as length, the, um, projects i would say mostly just a lot of like Jameis winston i followed for uh, uh, like three or four months going into the draft okay. um blake bortles a, a lot of college quarterbacks um going into the draft mostly not so much in season it's sort of when after they leave college i think but um yeah well what would you say getting to compare and look at this season is maybe from your perspective the benefit for our student athletes, you know, we have all these NIL stuff happening, um, which that obviously isn't this, but this is kind of a step in that direction of like opening the door to, Hey, we're in college and this is my life. And there are cameras around and everything I do is documented. And you know, when I have that one bad game, it's not just that one bad game. It's going to be shown in a show, you know, a cup released in a couple days later. And it's, how did I handle that? And it's just put on a bigger stage. Um, not just on the day that the game happened, but on this series. Um, so from your perspective is how beneficial is 
opening this door and kind of pulling back the curtain, so to say, for what college basketball has been like at Baylor? Yeah, I mean, when these when these I hate to say kids, um, people, young adults move, you know, move on if they go into the draft or they're in the NBA or WNBA, um, you know, people want to know these people as humans, right? So I think anytime they expose themselves above and beyond the court, it's just good for them. Um, it's people want to know who they are. So I think in that regard, but also, you know, for the ones that maybe aren't moving on to the NBA or the WNBA, to be honest, like, I think it's just a good experience to speak in front of cameras and, and, and it gives, it, it just kind of builds their confidence. I'll, I'll tell you like meeting Kendall originally, you know, day one, um, sweet, sweet kid, um, Kendall Brown, quiet, maybe shy, maybe reserved. And as the season grew, we, you know, we shot with him last week and it was, it actually blew me away because he's usually really, um, just quiet, mm -hmm. you know, and he opened up about missing, uh, the, the times he knows he's going to miss or, or whatever. And, and, in the relationships he's formed and, and then talking about, you know, his next phase in life, but like he, he developed, you know, and I'm not saying I did that for him or, you know what I mean? But like, I saw him grow. You know, and I, I think, um, you know, people are interested in him and he, I think he started out as a quiet kid, but I think moving on when he's going to start getting, you know, interviewed, I, I think he's going to do a great job, you know, because he's, he's expressing himself a little more and, and it maybe has more confidence in, 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 in expressing himself. Cause he, t he tends to be more of a, a, a quiet kid, you know, but I was really proud of him. I was yeah. like, I was like, he's the sentiment came right out, you know? And I was like, wow, that yeah. was, it was real too. You wow. know, wow. I was like, wow. You that's know? really good. Yeah, that's really good. That's one of your kids. You know, it's yeah. what it is after you've been here this whole season and seen the highs and the lows and the ups and the downs. And, and uh, it really you have seen more and help document more than most people would ever see. You know, you're in the locker room before games, after games, uh, traveling with us, things like that. So it really does. You know, one of the best things, it helps uh, the viewers of the series really get to know these guys and these girls and the coaches, you know, really get to know them uh, on a deeper level than they would ordinarily. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, so it's well been, done. Thank you. I mean, it's been super Special from my, my point of view, and I'm just so grateful for the experience, to be honest. You know, on a personal level, you know, as opposed to just a um, right. professional level. Right. Yeah, it's been great. All right, it, tell me this. Uh, the show airs on ESPN+, Plus and it's archived, so it's it'll be out there available anytime. But you and Blake and Scott and the others that you've had here, you don't work for ESPN per se, right? You're independent. So I've never had a full-time job. <laughs> Um, <laughs> How's that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was an intern at ABC Sports in 1994, and my, you know, my career took off from there. Meaning, just you know, you build a lot of relationships, and and honestly, the person who hired me for this, I was a production assistant with him at ABC. So, uh. that's kind of how it works. Like a lot of special people um, from that world, um, you know, go on to different to different places. So, no, I do golf. I do you know a, a lot of different stuff. Yeah. But um, you know, n no, like it's just project based, or sometimes I'll just get a phone call. Like, you know, can you work this weekend or, or, uh, you know, something longer term, but yeah. So it, it all varies, which makes it interesting. Like right. I'm going to be sad leaving here to be honest, like didn't know anything about Waco and Baylor. It's like, you know, I went home for a couple of days and then came back and it's just, 
it's, it's, it's sad, but it's nice. You know what I mean? Like the experience, having the experience is, is awesome. And then I'll move on to something else. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe next year we'll come back and do hour and a half shows. Ah, that's, that's what Baylor deserves. Let me tell you. They deserve longer shows. That'd be great. But along those lines, you don't, you're an independent contractor, Correct. so to speak. But you've got the backing of ESPN. So when you have uh, you know game highlights that you're showing, you'll mix in our radio calls, but also the ESPN calls. And you've got that video from them and I mean you get a lot of support there don't you oh for sure yeah for sure for sure and then back to your original question yeah I mean because I work for Fox Sports I work for Uh NBC Uh and and ESPN and I'd say most of the the content that I've well a lot of the content that I have produced over the years has been probably ESPN and I, I do love working for them they're they're great yeah yep how has it been working since all of you are different, just individuals? Have you guys worked together before? And what has that been like to kind of pull together all of these puzzle pieces to build your team and be the team covering the teams? Sure. Um, the person, again, who hired me, uh, Victor Vitarelli, I've known for years. He's partnering um, you know, with another entity. And I had worked with Victor before, but not the other entity, um, Bo Mattingly. He's great. Um, so I just had met him, but they're real close. So that worked out. And then they threw me here. And then luckily I had um, Scott and Blake who live in Austin, super close and willing to come and stay in the Airbnb, um, you know, and just kind of be on call literally 24-7. No joke. Like it's like, oh, I don't think we're shooting today. We're shooting the next four days in a row. And um, Blake's been with me a lot, you know, in the last – I would say, I don't even know, six weeks or whatever. <laughs> um, sometimes we'd have a couple camera, like three camera guys, um, depending on if it was like a, you know, a back-to-back game sort of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, luckily Blake and I never knew each other. I had known Scott and, um, you know, when you get comfortable with someone, you know, it's the right fit. And, um, you know, Blake's great in the same situations that I am, you know, you know, you know not to like overpower um you know, a room when there's a lot going on, you know, if a coach is talking or this or that, you know, you try not to interrupt, you know, there's certain things that you've got to have a certain demeanor to be a part of a documentary series. And and Blake's been great. Scott was great. Um, my little crew, my little crew is great. So no, I mean, he and I formed, um, you know, a a close bond where we'll probably work in the future, but no, he had not, we had never worked with each other. And, um, you know, again, uh, there's not a lot of other people on the show. So, um, I, I don't know. That's, that's, that's about, that's about it. Good. Well, the perfect scenario for the final show would have been national championships more for confetti. the men and the women, right? I mean, yeah, and more confetti. That didn't happen. Uh, still great seasons by the men and the women, Big 12 championships, you know, into the NCAA tournaments, ended way too soon there. Uh, so as you try to put a bow on it and wrap it up, the final episode, how tough tough is that to try to – you know, you're not you're not going to uh, you know recap the entire season, but you want it to be a fitting you know climax to the series. Yeah, f- um, for sure. You know, it's like you know I know Scott drew pretty well and Nikki pretty well, so like a couple texts went back and forth. You know, after the loss and on a personal level, but like when we got back into Waco, it's kind of like give everyone a little space, but also you got a, a show to shoot, yeah. you know? Yeah, so true. it's like, and all players included. And, um, we sort of eased into it. Um, you know, gave Scott a good 24 hours and gave Nikki, you know, she, unfortunately lost a day later. Same. Um, 
you know, a day later gave her another 24 hours. But, um, you know, we went into the feral center and started shooting with Scott and he was again, open arms, <laughs> come on in, you know, yeah. um, of course, um, super sad about the loss and all that, but, um, jovial and well, most welcoming as always. And, um, he makes me laugh. He's great. Um, and same with Nikki. But like we would run, you know, we'd run into players like in the locker room and, and we'd just be like, or in the hallways, you know, or the training room because they're still getting treatment and stuff. And it'd just be like, you know, sorry, you know, what do you say? Right. But they're like, oh, you know, we got to move on type of thing. But but what we focus on, focused on basically every time we did uh, a, a short little shoot as a wrap up is basically how was the season? You know, what are your highlights? Um, you know, how did you, you know, what, what did, what came out of it for you and what's next, mm -hmm. you know, and some, you know, some players, um, don't know what they're doing. A lot of them aren't sure. And some of them are coming back. So it was kind of like, how was it? And, and what's next for you? You know, life moves on. So you can't really harp on, you know, the actual game, you know, and we, we weren't actually covering the games. Sure. Um, so it's more about, again, you know, emotionally, what did, what did the season do for you and where you headed? Yeah. Well, I think that is kind of neat. I mean, obviously, NCAA, for anyone who doesn't know, you can't legitimately cover that game. The NCAA has rights and everything to the press conferences and the and the actual game time footage and things of that nature. Um, but like you said, they're, they're people, and it's a lot more than just that game. And so I think it's fitting, despite the outcome of the game, that this last show is about what the whole season meant to them and not so much the X's and O's of the outcome of the game. Um, but overall what the season was for was for and about. And so that's, that's gotta be pretty neat for you to help, you know, explain further who these athletes are as people and kind of reveal one, one layer more as they, go on to whatever is next for each of them individually. Right. And we couldn't get, you know, segments with every single, um, athlete. We shot a lot of them. It was great just hearing from everybody, you know, just about like, I, I, honestly, all I got from everyone was just like, man, I, it was just lo all love, mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was, it was cool. It was really, really cool. So to wrap things up, what what's your overriding uh, memory going to be of this experience here at Baylor? You cannot ask me that. <laughs> I am asking you no, that question. No. You would ask me that yes, question and get yes. it on tape. So it's I am so, asking you that I question. I love it. I love when people who ask questions ask each other questions. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've said it a couple times already, and I'm not just saying this. It's the experience I had overall meeting these people. You know, it, it's funny. I will, um, you know, I'm super, super critical of like my content, what I shoot, what comes out sort of, you know, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and I wasn't in, you know, in the edits, like looking at everything, but I, I tried to remove myself from that a little bit and let it be handled in, you know, with the hands that are on top of it. Um, because I can't really, I only can do so much, right. Yeah. I'm here shooting, directing, building relationships kind of thing. And that's being handled. So I'd watch like maybe the first, um, you know, the first cut type of thing, but then I would, I'd let it go. Right. But I, so I would say it's not so much that it was not like, you know, I'm proud of a lot of pieces I've done in my life, but it's not for this project. It's not that Yeah. it's literally, and I know I've already said it 14 times and people would be like, all right, she's annoying, but it's the people it's being here. It's being embraced. That's great. That's great. 
we got good people here. I'm glad you feel that, and I'm glad you uh, helped document that. You know, showing aside to, again, our coaches, our student-athletes, and the two programs that people ordinarily would not see. So I think that's a huge benefit. Yeah, and I, I think, like, if I were just plopped at Alabama or plopped at, you know, I think of, like, all these other schools that I don't really know, but would I have had the same experience? And I'm not, you know, singling out Alabama. I don't know anything about them. I'm just, like, randomly saying, like, you know, if I was at Oregon, if I were, I don't know. I don't know that I would, I don't think I would have had the same experience. You know what I mean? Sure. Oh yeah. It's just, it was, uh, it was an experience of a lifetime for me as a, like a person. So I'm just so grateful. I think they all know. Cause I, that's, I, you know, I saw them all in the training room and the locker room. I was like, love you. Bye guy. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. I love you too. You know, so it was great. That is great. Well, I think it also says a lot about you and your team. Um, because it's, it goes both ways. So, very lucky that we had you guys and your team to be the ones to document this story and to embed and and to be a part of the Baylor family for a little bit. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. Well Th- done. Appreciate it. Yeah. And thanks for letting us ask you questions. Yes. Turn the tables a little bit. We appreciate <laughs> that. And I know folks uh, enjoy getting to hear from you. So uh, stay. You're, uh, you're part of the Baylor family now, you and Blake and Scott and everybody that was part of this project. So don't be strangers and uh, stay in touch. And good luck, whatever your next project. Do you know what your next project is? Do you have anything you know, I just work with athletes and, and entities all the time. So I don't know. It's not, there's not one thing that's gotcha. coming. It's kind right. of like a lot of things are, are, are sort of brewing, sure. but, um, one big project like Baylor basketball is not, not happening gotcha. at the moment. So, right. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks for everything. You and your crew, you did a great job. Uh, and like I said, you're part of the Baylor family now and, uh, Thanks very much for uh, helping tell the Baylor story so very, very well. Thanks for having me. All right. T.L. Fiedler, our guest, the director for Our Time, the docu-series documenting Baylor men's and women's basketball this season, which, Brooke, is, uh, it is archived. It's still available it if folks are saying, oh, I missed it. Well, you didn't miss it. It's, it's still out there, available on ESPN+. Plus. Right. So when they miss basketball, they can just go back and binge watch all of them. Oh, ones. yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. All right, for Brooke Bednarz and for T.L., I'm John Morris. Thanks for being with us on this Sikkim podcast. You've been listening to the Sikkim podcast. The Sikkim podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.